Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mess Hall Podcast. This is episode number 53, and thanks to everybody that gave me some great feedback on the last couple episodes. It was a really fun one-year anniversary, so thanks for listening. Uh, this week I have guest Gabriel Rutledge, so it was super fun. We got a little bit off topic. Oh, we weren't always talking about food, but it was still a ton of fun, so make sure you give it a listen and enjoy. Um, and make sure you follow me on Twitter at the mess hall pod and if you have any questions or comments about the show give me an email at the mess hall podcast at gmail.com and if you like the show make sure you tell two friends so they can tell two friends and everybody like just get more listeners on the podcast and i'd appreciate that so again email twitter five stars on itunes it's all greatly appreciated and make sure you tell two friends the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And this week's podcast shout-out is to Girl Tries Life. Victoria Smith interviews insp- inspiring women to show off there are many different ways to live an incredible life, her tangible ways to achieve your goals and dreams. You know, I've been listening to the, I listened to a couple episodes today, and it's really been a great podcast. Um, it's not just inspiring for women, but I felt inspired her interview with um, astronaut Abigail, that was pretty awesome. I really liked it because um sort of geeky, like I mentioned in the last couple episodes. I think space exploration is exciting, and having people go to Mars, I think that's pretty cool. So um, make sure you give it a listen. I've listened to more than a couple episodes now. Um, I had a long road trip, so I got to listen to a couple episodes on my way to Edmonton today. I got to listen to a couple on the way back. So it really is a great podcast. So make sure you give it a listen and enjoy this episode. Gabriel Rutledge, welcome to the Mess Hall Podcast. Thanks, buddy. Um, it's great to have you on. Um, I've been listening to your podcast, so um, just to get an idea who you are and what you're sure. talking about. And one of the things you mentioned is that you you watch a lot of uh, restaurant makeover shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what, what, what draws you into that type of show? I don't know. No, I, I have worked in restaurants. I okay. have... Uh, um, I have cooked a little bit at a Mexican restaurant in my life, and yeah. I've delivered a lot of food. <laughs> That's what I did before comedy. But um, I don't know because it doesn't translate. I also I don't watch and then think, oh, I'm going to try and make that thing I just saw. I'm just, okay. I just, uh, you know, again, I'm not. I'm burning grilled cheese sandwiches, and I'm watching some reality show where they're like trying to make risotto and I'm like oh that, that's not you can't you can't make that in 20 minutes what do you do? you know I'm like screaming at the TV yes, yes. quail three ways that's not gonna work you know um, but yeah I do I do enjoy those um, although they're so silly most uh, some of the the Gordon Ramsay ones where he's helping restaurants yeah uh, they, I don't know how real any of them are for you know what I mean I don't yeah. actually know uh, how 
especially when he's like, we got to turn this around in 24 hours. I'm like, why? <laughs> what a weird amount of time you just decided. Like, take a week. <laughs> yes. Do it right. Take a week. And... Yeah. But yeah, I do. I do love those shows. Yeah. So, so you work in a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Did, does that, what drew you in there? Was it just for a job or did you have a desire to be a cook or anything like that? No, I actually, I delivered, uh, I delivered pizza for a long time. I was in a band. I was a drummer in a band, okay. which is, it's a very, that's, uh, that's like the old, the old drummer joke. Uh, how, how do you know when you're, how do you know when the drummer's at your front door when he's holding a pizza? <laughs> I, I lived that. I lived that for sure. Um, and then uh, someone I knew from the pizza place opened a Mexican place, and they were delivering. They had a del- they were delivering burritos instead of pizzas, right? So I did that for a while, and then I, I did I did cook for a little while. Yeah. Um, but you really don't need to know what you're doing. You just need to execute what they tell you to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's not a lot of. Uh, uh, it wasn't my recipes. It wasn't my. Uh, but yeah. Um, but that's a, as you know, that's a grueling way to make a living. Oh, it is. I mean, yes. bad backs, burns, yeah, <laughs> all that stuff, man. Yeah, I don't miss being burned at yeah, all. Yeah, constant burns. Man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or cuts, little cuts. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I, I. I don't really miss that aspect of it. I miss the camaraderie. Yeah. That was one. That's the biggest thing that I really miss is, you know, after work hitting a bar, having a beer with the. Co-workers, and that's probably the biggest thing that I miss. Yeah, restaurant people are cool, man. It's yeah. not like working at a whatever insurance company or something. No offense if anyone does, but it's like, you know, people who end up at restaurants tend to be a little bit of a partier, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, restaurants are usually a good time, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah I kind of miss that too. I do. I miss that camaraderie. Yeah, um, yeah, it's. It's definitely a good camaraderie. It's, yeah. it's fun. I, it's, like I said, that's the biggest part that I miss. Um, and also having ingredients, like almost every ingredient oh, at yeah. my hand. That, that if too. I want to make a meal for myself, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So did that ever transpire into your home life? Like, do you cook for your wife and kids or anything? I like do. It's real basic stuff. But, yeah, I do. I, I, uh, I do some cooking yeah. um, around the house. So... What's one thing that your kids or your wife really like that you cook? Um, let me think about that. <laughs> I didn't say they liked it. Uh, you know what? My, I don't even have a good answer to that. I really don't. Uh, my kids, uh, probably the, the thing they ask me to cook is like, uh, well, there's a million names for it, but you know, like... Uh, an egg in the middle of toast. Do you oh, know what I mean? I call it egg in a hole. Yeah, okay. Egg in yeah. a hole. Uh, that's a big hit at my house. Okay. That's a big hit at my house for some reason. But uh, um, but that's the level of cooking I'm bringing to the, uh, to the family, for sure. But there's nothing wrong with that, though. Absolutely like, not. Um, to give you an idea, my wife and I met in cooking school, so she knows how to cook. Um, she worked in restaurants, so did I. But if I want to make my wife happy... What you just described, yeah, I make that for her, and she's happy. Yeah, like if I mess up, I can make that. And hopefully, she'll be well, did you not watch, so mad at me. Did you watch Chef, the British TV show? Man, I'm thinking of a movie. Oh yes, uh, with um, John Leguizamo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. Did you enjoy it, or are you too inside to 
No, I thought it was all right. Yeah. yeah. But that was the kind of the thing they kind of talked about is like, let's make the food that we make for each other. Yeah. As opposed to some fancy thing we think we're supposed to be making. And that's, that's my whole philosophy yeah. now is I want to cook something that I'll like, but I, I want to make food that's fun. Yeah. And that's what I do at home. Like, if you ever come to my house, it's never, it's not going to be fancy, but it's, it's definitely going to be fun. See, that's the exact opposite of good comedy advice, though. Yeah. Because if you just do comedy for other comedians, it's yeah. never a good thing. No, no. Because <laughs> it tends to be, like, sort of a back-of-the-room, super edgy, super... Things that make comedians laugh or don't necessarily translate to uh, uh, the average person who just got a babysitter and showed up, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I like that type of humor. Sure. But I, I like, I like, and it's not so much shocking. It's just crude humor that I like. It's, oh, absolutely! If you're riffing on somebody and having a good laugh, that's what I like. That's why I think uh, <coughs> I think roasts are so popular, roast yeah. battles and stuff, because it's you know as as the I'm not even making a big statement about it, but as the world gets a little more politically correct, it's like that's an accepted area where you're like, oh no no, it's we're supposed to be mean here. Yeah, we're supposed to be, uh, and so I do think that uh, I think that's why those are so popular is because it's like let's just watch people say terrible things about each other. Yeah, and you know I, I like it. I, I do too, <laughs> and it's so funny because it seems like the comedians are enjoying it as well mm-hmm. and like giving it and taking it. Yeah, for sure. It, it almost goes to uh, what you were talking about on one, one of your podcasts, the heckler. Um, where she was talking about your hair is better looking than your face. Yeah, yeah. I felt that when she, when you brought that up, I thought that was a roast battle joke. Oh, for sure. Like that was just yeah, so yeah, yeah, roast yeah. battles. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why it threw me so much. Is usually usually heckles are like whatever, just dumb. Actually, there's not even as many heckles as you would think. It's not like you're terrible. It's just people want to be involved. Yeah. Um, so usually it's kind of drunk people yelling dumb things you can make fun of. But when this when this lady said, why is your hair so much prettier than your face? <laughs> it threw me. Like, I was yeah. like, that was so good. Like, I was not ready for that. But uh, And also, ow, ow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose where you buy your energy from. Park Power has low overhead, and chances are you'll save money if you switch. You can find out how much money you'll switch by visiting parkpower.ca and plugging in your numbers into the Alberta Energy Savings Calculator. If you decide to switch, it's easy. Nothing changes about your service, only the price you pay. Learn more at parkpower.ca. And back to the episode. You are talking earlier, and you said when you cook grilled cheese, you burn mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever made, like, the perfect grilled cheese? Mm-hmm. What, what goes in your perfect grilled cheese? Well, I'm going to say um, the bread has to be something white. Yes. I am going to say that. Like a, something with a lot of oats or something? No. Okay. Uh, and then I do something not everyone's a fan of. I put a little mustard in the middle. Interesting. Uh, but that's... The family really doesn't care for that, uh, but that's just for my own. That's for my own. Uh, I, I didn't ask what your family's perfect grilled cheese is. <laughs> um, 
but also all these things are because I've been like a real asshole. I've been doing low carb for like a month. Yeah. And so just the thought of a grilled cheese is very exciting to me right now. Like, I, I've been exactly what you're saying. I've been on low carb. And, yeah. Um, I'd love a piece of bread. I, yeah. I told somebody the other day that if somebody offered me to punch your baby <laughs> I, for a peanut butter sandwich, I would take that deal. That's, the, that's what's so messed up about low carb is like you could lick the peanut butter out of the sandwich. That's yeah. fine. But yeah. not the, you know. Um, but I actually felt that, and again, I'm way, I'm pretty new into this thing. And it's part of it I like because there's no portion control. There's no yeah. things of like that. But I think it kind of changes the way I look at food. I don't know how it's changed for you, but it's, it's like I, I kind of have to eat more now. Because because I'm not eating that many carbs, and so I guess yeah. I'm just burning through my food. I don't know how it works scientifically. Yeah, neither do I. But, but it's like it's uh, it's. I think for the first time in my life, I'm actually looking at food like fuel. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and me too, because I always yeah. food for me has always been well, less uh, something to have. It's not just fuel for your body. It's not just keeping me going. But yeah, I like to sit down and have a nice meal. Yeah. I like to talk about it. I, yeah. yeah talk to my wife about it even if it's something simple like just say spaghetti and meat sauce yeah we like to talk about it like how what did we put in it what's different on today's like oh should I have chili flakes on it should yeah. I just leave it plain um, so like what kind of cheese should I put on it just everything like that so it's, it's not just a meal to keep me going it's a conversation yeah absolutely so it's uh and I'm still I'm still trying to find that with the low carb to be honest I'm still yeah. I'm trying to like I mean, obviously, you can still go to restaurants. You can still, um, but it does, it does, uh, it does change. And I was such a sandwich fan, man. I ate so many sandwiches. Me too. I Ugh. sandwiches is my favorite favorite fruit category. Like, it's amazing. Group. It's, it's amazing. You can put anything in between two slices of bread, and like, it's just so magic. Like any menu until recently, any menu that had a Cuban sandwich, I would order it. I just, because uh, even if they're not great, it's usually going to be okay. But yeah. <laughs> so my, I, let me know differently, because I right. don't have a ton of experience with Cuban sandwiches, but I do love them. And we used to cook them at one place I worked at. And we used to marinate the pork in Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Okay. And then we'd grill it. And then on a, like a, just a baguette, ham, Dijon mustard. And Swiss cheese. I think that's about it, yeah. Yeah, and it was great. Oh, so good. I, and I fell in love with Cuban sandwiches. Oh, that's uh, amazing. I wonder if they even have them in Cuba. I wonder, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if, uh, uh, or maybe it's just <laughs> in the way that in China it's not Chinese food, it's just food. You know <laughs> <Yeah>. what I mean? <laughs> I'm just going for a sandwich. But some, you know, what, what, North American, well, I guess it's all North America, but American and Canadian version of Mexican food isn't necessarily what you would get in Mexico. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like in, the, in that way. But. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't picture me going to Mexico and getting a flat-bottom taco. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think there's a lot of taco salads. Yes. I don't think there's a lot of... Uh, and I know there's not a lot of... Not a ton of flour tortillas. Yes, yes. Which I do love a flour. See, now we're talking about carbs again. Yeah. I, could, I, would, I, would eat a, I would eat a box of flour tortillas <laughs> right now. So would I. Um, <laughs> but I started making my own corn tortillas yeah. 
and the difference between what you get in the store and yeah. what you make is so Oh, yeah, different. yeah, yeah. They would, um, even when I worked at the Mexican restaurant, it's funny, like, we're selling Mexican food, but sometimes the, the employees who were from Mexico, many of them, they would do their own stuff, and I'm like, this is so much better than our food. <laughs> like, why are we not doing this, you know? But yeah, a, a fresh-made corn tortilla. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. One day I uh, I had some inspiration. I made my own corn tortillas, fried them, cut them up, made nachos with them. And then I put macaroni and cheese on top of the nachos oh, and baked them. Man. Oh, uh, it was... Uh, Marijuana is legal here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a good one. It was... I had inspiration from another restaurant. I can't take full responsibility, <laughs> but... That's just... good. That was, uh, we used to call, uh, before I was, uh, when I lived with my buddies right out of high school, yeah. the guys in the band, uh, we would call it sort of like, I don't know, white trash casserole or whatever, macaroni and cheese uh, mixed with chili. Oh, yeah. Which is better than you would think. I think was, that would be great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Because... Noodles, chili, yeah. sounds good. Um, you always put cheese on your chili, unless you're some kind of monster. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, that's a man, match made in heaven right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, when you talk about macaroni and cheese, are you talking like the box macaroni and At cheese? At that time, I guess the better quality it was, the better it would have been. But we were, yeah. we were talking about a can of chili and like a craft okay. macaroni and cheese, yeah. you know? All right. Um, I guess... Yeah, I'm just used to calling it craft dinner, so. Oh, I got you. This is a Canadian thing. I got so. you. Um, Steve, you know, one, one thing I was going to bring up uh, is, is uh, well, I think I read in your podcast bio something about your love of ketchup. Yes, is that I true? love ketchup. So you probably, this may have been brought up before, you know that uh, in the America where I live, there are no ketchup chips. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. And I saw them. I've been coming to Canada forever, but yeah. I saw them the first time, and I thought, that sounds terrible. <laughs> and then I had them, and it wasn't, I, I don't know if it's because I can't get them where I live, but I, it's, they're unbelievable. They're so good. They're delicious. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. See, um, so have you had all-dressed chips? I have. I liked it, not as much as the ketchup, okay. but I'll, I'll go with all-dressed, yeah. Yeah, I, oh, I'm a big fan of the both of them, and I can't, those are things that I can't believe that aren't in the States, like, yeah. It just seems like naturally it would be. But. I think the ketchup chips are starting to um, to, to be around. But it is. Okay. I mean, it's so similar. But there are some weird little little differences of uh, like uh, what's the what's the drink with uh, Caesar? A Caesar? Yeah, Caesar. Yeah, like we you could order that in America, but no one does. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like we know what it is, but they're not. That's just like a real common drink here. Yeah. And not so much in the Well, States. the Caesar was actually invented in Calgary. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. That makes so. sense then, yeah. But I, Caesars, I like Caesars, but they, it really intrigues me, the Clamato juice that goes mm-hmm. in. Who was that drunk <laughs> that came up with the idea of clam and tomato and just mash them together? Like, whose idea was that? And were they high? Were they drunk? Because... <laughs> Were they sane? Because it doesn't sound like a normal person's going to... Last two ingredients they had left in the whole house. Yeah. Yeah, it is a weird mix-up, for sure. Like, are you trying to stretch both drinks? (laughs) Or, like, how do you juice a clam? Like, where does that... 
You know what? I didn't even think of it. That's it's disgusting now that I think about it. Yes. <laughs> There's no such thing as clam juice. No, no. Like, but I guess it could be worse. They could call it clam milk and some guy <laughs> back true. just milking clams. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's one of those intriguing things that go through my mind all the time. Sure, absolutely. About food. But I do love myself good Caesar. But what I really like about Caesar, I don't put vodka in it. I like dark rum. Oh, okay, buddy. I like that. Yeah. I like that move. Because I'm just a... I love dark rum, so... Yeah. Any other drink that I'll have, I'll just put dark rum instead of whatever. It's funny. I don't know... uh, Can I ask how old you are? Is that rude? What was that? Can I ask how old you are? Uh, 38. See, okay. You're younger than me. But I'm 45. But it's funny how... Like, in my 20s, I drank everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Did yeah. I have a preference? No. Beer, light beer, dark beer, vodka, tequila. I didn't Anything. care. Yep. And then you, it just shakes down where, like, I pretty much just drink whiskey now. You oh. pretty much drink dark rum. You, like, settle. You're like, I'm going to ride this out. This yeah. is my drink. Exactly. I know uh-huh. how it responds to my body responds to it because that's, <clears throat> like, I don't drink wine. So if I do drink wine, I don't, I get weirdly, weirdly drunk, right? I'm oh. just not used to it. I'm like, oh, it feels weird. Yeah. Um, but it's funny here. You're like, yep, dark rum. I'm going to write it out. Yeah. Um, I like, I like a good whiskey. Mm-hmm. I like a good vodka. I like other alcohols, but rum is where I really, that's my drink now. Makes sense. I, except for one thing. I recently had a honey liquor. Okay. And it's so good. And just on ice by itself. And I also, by the same company, I had a cherry liquor. And that just blew my mind. It was so good. But it's sort of on the sweet side. So, yeah. again, I think it must be the sweetness. Like, rum is sweet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so. I have any of those any of those ones that taste amazing for one drink. I feel like I don't I don't want to get a heartburn drink, drunk. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you're like, it's so fruity and so... Uh, yeah. That you're like, oh. I, I used to love <laughs> those big drinks. Like, with umbrellas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You put, like, a sword in there with a cherry <laughs> yeah. on it. Absolutely. I, I used to love those, but I don't think I'd want one right now. It is funny. If you were uh, if you were on vacation somewhere, you'd be like, yeah, I would, I would like that thing with four umbrellas in it. I don't yeah. know why. It just feels different when you're on vacation. You know? Yeah. Oh, there's a beach nearby. I need one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Give me something in a coconut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's... So I. So you talk about settling down. With, mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way about food at all, or do you still try to be... Or have you ever been adventurous in ways of food oh yeah all in fact i went to uh i went to pakistan at the end of last year to do comedy uh which was quite a trip because i mean they don't have there's no tourism there you yeah. know what i mean like they even the amount of paperwork i had to do to get there was unbelievable but they i ate all kinds of stuff there man i ate like I mean, I probably ate an entire goat before I left. I mean, <laughs> different variations and different, um, and uh, yeah, man, I was down for all of it. I'm like, I'm, I'll try it. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I really, uh, <clears throat> there's only a couple things I won't. It's uh, I'm, green olives. Just, it's never going to happen for me and green olives. No, nope, I, I, we can be friends then. Um, <laughs> I hate green olives. I hate yeah. olives all together. So. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a, I have a daughter named Olive, and I don't even like olives. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, any, like sometimes a fancier grocery store will have like that weird little olive bar, 
Yeah. I just walked past it like, ugh. It smells. It stinks. It does. It's like a formaldehyde smell or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, if anybody walks by there and gets olives and think, oh, olives, these smell good. It's just... <laughs> yeah, I don't get it's it. It's wrong. It just smells it. horrible. It has this weird fermented grossness smell. Yeah. But I'm not... And I didn't... I'm not picky. My wife used to be picky. Okay. But, but uh, she's not anymore. A lot of personal growth. Uh... But I didn't want picky children, but yeah. they're the worst. They, they, there's tons of things they won't eat. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> my, I, my son isn't picky. Sometimes he is, but for the most part, he's pretty good. So I got off lucky yeah. in his food choices. So we can experiment a lot at home, and he'll still eat it. So. That's nice. There's, I see, I'll go to lunch with my kids, and there's always, there's, a, there's always some kid who's like, you know, they're eating quinoa and... Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A bunch of other stuff that, and I'm like, how are you? My kids wouldn't even, they don't eat anything that's out of their comfort yeah. range, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get one of those kids, but oh well. Yeah, it's all right, though. Yeah. But you never know, maybe they'll be adventurous later on. I hope so. We try to say, like, hey, give it a test bite. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I agree with that. Yes. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Give it a test bite. And there's a lot of foods that I don't like, but I'll still give it a test. Like, Absolutely. Um, a lot of seafoods I don't like, but I've tried so many. Because I want to find something that I like in terms of seafood, but I just can't find it. So, Well, I like scallops. Yeah. But I guess just because they're expensive and I can't afford scallops all the time. <laughs> yeah, or ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I was looking at some the other day, and it was like a little package. It was like $17 and uh, just gonna have chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, but you live on in Seattle or yeah. close to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Olympia, it's a little south of Seattle. Okay. Yeah, but there must be a ton of fresh seafood. Oh, absolutely, there, there is for sure. And uh, uh, yeah, and uh, salmon and all that stuff. It's uh, I always forget how much I like salmon. Which is yeah. funny, like I don't, I look at a menu and I don't go to it right away, but every time I order it, I'm like, I chose wisely. Yeah. See, I, I really enjoy cooking. Yeah. I, I love cooking salmon. I, if somebody brought me in a whole salmon at home, I'd be happy because I get to skin it, I yeah. get to pull the pin bones, I get to fillet, yeah. I get to cut it up, I get to cook it. I love that. But just eating it, it's just, no. Yeah, yeah, you just like preparing it. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I find it satisfying when you take that whole piece of meat, whether it be like a fish or mm-hmm. a big piece of beef or something, and break it down and cut it up. See, I even on those uh, re- reality cooking shows I see, I find that incredible to watch. Like they'll it part they'll, they'll be like, oh, you have to like skin and cut up something in yeah. a certain amount of time. Just watching that, just yeah. watching the technique of it is fascinating to me. Yeah, but it's it's fun. It's, yeah. But I, I don't think I'd want to be on a reality show. I think I'd just stress out. Here's 20 minutes to cook this dish that should take three hours. Yeah, and, and uh, there's people who are clearly, they have their own restaurants. They're clearly well-established, successful chefs. And, man, those bright lights of TV hit you and you panic. And yeah. I, I know that from comedy. I haven't been on a comedy reality show, but... You're not your best self all the time when uh, in a situation, yeah. a competition, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could only imagine um, being that stressed. Like, yeah. One, like you said, once the lights are on, yeah. it's go time almost. And, yeah, and especially all those shows where they're like, 
they just give you a couple of ingredients and they're like, go. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I, I don't know if you saw Mr. Show when they released it on Netflix. They did that for. I don't think I did. I didn't. Oh, okay. I see their updated one. Yeah, so it was. They did a spoof on that. And it was um, a cup of water. Second ingredient was a cup of water. <laughs> and I, I forget what the third ingredient was. That's funny. But yeah, it was. I always, uh, I always say to my wife that if I was on uh, one of those shows with the ingredients, uh, what is that show called that we're thinking of? Master Chef. Or... I don't know, but I always say whatever the whatever the ingredients were, I would just put it in tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's a uh, <coughs> it's a rice and sardine burrito. There you go. I like that. That's, <laughs> that's good. I like it. And, and like we were talking about sandwiches, or almost anything in a wrap is good too. Yeah. Like, I consider a wrap like a close brother to the sandwich. So absolutely, I, and I'll put almost anything in the wrap and do it that way. So it's, I think you uh, hit it right on the head. <laughs> reality TV show. I'm I'm going to steal that if I ever have a <laughs> show. It's going in the wrap. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much our time. Thanks for being on. Oh, of course, man. Um, that just flew by. Yeah, I could uh, chatter all day about food. Yeah. So. Anything coming up in your world? Um, I mean, check out my podcast, Happiness Isn't Funny, with Gabriel Rutledge. Um, I am uh, a tour all over the place. Um, GabrielRutledge.com. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you.